0: On February 24, 2022, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced a special military operation in eastern Ukraine, insisting there were no plans to occupy Ukrainian territory. Ten months later, the operation shows no sign of ending, with more than 40,000 people dead and about 14 million displaced. This is Beyond the Headlines, and I am Jamie Goodwin, looking back at 2022's most important stories. Last week, we looked at the Middle East's year in the global spotlight, with political upheaval and also a World Cup visiting the region. If you haven't heard last week's show, you can find it in your favorite podcast app. Hit the subscribe button to get new episodes as soon as they come out. This week, we look at the effects of Russia's invasion of Ukraine in Europe and across the world, as well as the death of the United Kingdom's beloved Queen Elizabeth II and the ascent to the throne of her son, the now King Charles. We will also take a look at the incredible fall from grace of superstar rapper Kanye West and what his recent statements tell us about the danger of celebrity in the modern age. On the 24th of February, Russian tanks crossed into Ukraine in the largest military attack in Europe since the Second World War. The following day, Moscow's troops had reached the outskirts of the capital, Kyiv. Many had expected Russia's military to sweep to victory. Yet the assault never came, and 10 months on, Moscow's special military operation is bogged down, and in some places, in retreat. The National's Thomas Harding takes a look at Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the larger impact
1: on Europe and the world. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has had the greatest impact on Europe since the Red Army raised the Soviet flag over the Reichstag 77 years ago. At a stroke, President Vladimir Putin has created a fundamental shift in defence and security posture of the European countries since the Second World War. Previously, NATO had been flagging, especially following the presidency of Donald Trump, who queried its importance, but now it is more united than ever. Germany, France, Britain, United States have all stepped forward with many other countries to supply Ukraine and remain united in their adversity against Russia. This would have been previously unimaginable under Mr Trump's presidency. Furthermore, the countries of studied neutrality, Sweden and Finland, have also applied to join NATO, again, something that would have been unthinkable less than a year ago, is essentially the united Europe.
0: War has returned to Europe. Men, women, children are dying once again because a foreign leader, President Putin, decided that their country, Ukraine, has no right to exist. And we will never, ever let that happen and never, ever accept that. And if Putin was seeking to divide the European Union, to weaken NATO and to break the international community, he has achieved exactly the opposite. We are more united than ever.
1: And interestingly, from Britain's perspective, the post-Brexit era where it was questioned whether it could provide security or a role in Europe, well, it has led the way of all the European countries in supplying arms and money to Ukraine in order to ensure that it is not overrun by Russia. Furthermore, there are more troops on the borders, on the eastern flank, as it is called, after the Madrid Agreement in uh, the summer, where there are now 100,000 soldiers at high readiness in case of a Russian invasion. In terms of energy security, Germany has turned itself uh, away from Russia and dependence on Russia gas and oil, but particularly gas. Um, The Nord Stream 2 pipeline from Russia to Germany has essentially ceased, or not come into operation, Um, and Germany's dependency between 40 and 60% on Russia for gas is is no longer there and it's turned to other sources um, to supply its industry and domestic use. Furthermore, uh, it has stoked uh, Europe's arms industry. The use of tanks and artillery and missiles um, has been immense in Ukraine, but the resupply to keep Ukraine uh, with enough uh, arms to defend against Russia has been a benefit for Europe's defence industry, but also a wake-up call because they did not have enough weapons and therefore they need to ramp up their production, which they appear to be now doing. The war itself has brought in a new form of fighting in the, the modern married with the old in terms of tanks and artillery fused with drones and a citizen intelligence officer on the ground reporting back um, in the sort of social media context as, as and alongside open source intelligence, such as satellites has made a, a remarkable development in modern warfare that the Ukrainians have used to great effect. But overall, 2022 has seen a fundamental shift in the security posture of Europe, where it is united, rearming and strong and strengthening itself against Russia. And Russia looks increasingly weak.
0: 2022 will go down as one of the seismic in the history of the British royal family with the death of Queen Elizabeth II, just months after she celebrated her record seventh decade as monarch. She died on 8th of September at the age of 96. Following her death, the UK entered an official 10-day period of mourning. Our reporter Gillian Duncan recounts what she saw and the mood on the ground during the time.
2: On the eve of her platinum jubilee, Queen Elizabeth II unexpectedly settled one of the final issues facing her seven decade long reign. How Camilla would be known once the then Prince Charles acceded to the throne had been the subject of debate for seventeen years since the couple's wedding. On the day before she became the first British monarch to rule for seventy years, the Queen let it be known that it was her sincere wish that her son's second wife be known as Queen's consort. On his accession to the throne. Little did the public know how soon the clarification would matter. Just seven months later, after the heat of the summer finally faded, the country marked what former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson called its saddest day.
1: She knew how to keep us going when times were toughest. And it is that indomitable spirit with which she created the modern constitutional monarchy. That is why we mourn her so deeply. And it is in the depths of our grief that we understand why we loved her.
2: And at the age of 96, after 70 years as Queen, Britain's longest-serving monarch had died. The beginning of the year struck a very different tone. Although the Queen had already somewhat stepped back from duties after announcing a new quieter phase of her reign, the previous November, her presence still loomed large. So in a move to mark her official February anniversary of her seven decade long reign, she penned a letter to the public. In it, she let it be known that it was her sincere wish that her son's second wife be known as Queen Consort on his succession to the throne. She wrote, I remain eternally grateful for and humbled by the loyalty and affection that you continue to give me. And when in the fullness of time, My son Charles becomes king. I know you will give him and his wife Camilla the same support that you've given me. And it's my sincere wish that, when the time comes, Camilla will be known as Queen Consort as she continues her own loyal service. In an emotional response, Prince Charles, 73, stated that he was deeply conscious of the honour bestowed of his wife of 16 years. We are deeply conscious of the honour represented by my mother's wish, Prince Charles said. As we've sought together to serve and support Her Majesty and the people of our communities, my darling wife has been my own steadfast support throughout. The year of this unprecedented platinum jubilee brings an opportunity for us to all come together in celebrating the service of the Queen, by whose example we would continue to be led in the years to come, he said. It's estimated that summer 16,000 street parties were held to celebrate the jubilee. His councils were flooded by requests by people to celebrate the Queen's 70 years on the throne. Roads were closed, schools and businesses shut, the country came to a halt for a four-day bank holiday to mark the unprecedented milestone. Never before, and likely never again, had a monarch reigned over the UK for so long, and for the first, but not the last time in 2022, British pageantry was on full display. The spectacle included Trooping the Colour, a display of horsemanship and military position on Horse Guards Parade by the 1st Battalion, Irish Guards and more than 1,200 officers and soldiers from the Household Division as the Queen watched on. That appearance was one of the few she made over the summer. Signs of her health had been fading, had been apparent for months. After suffering from COVID-19 in February, she was barely seen in public until May. She missed a Platinum Jubilee church service in June due to physical discomfort. The Queen travelled to Scotland in July as usual, but skipped a long-standing tradition to inspect the military at Balmoral Castle, which normally marked the start of her holiday. She held a small private ceremony instead, which was in line with her adapting to her schedule for her comfort, according to Buckingham Palace. The monarch also uncharacteristically missed the Braemar Highland Games at the start of September, with reports citing mobility problems as the cause. And she was still at Balmoral when Liz Trust was announced as the new leader of the Conservatives. But for the first time during her seven decade long reign, she would not spur in the new Prime Minister, her fifteenth, at Buckingham Palace. She had been scheduled to travel back to London, but the plan was later changed. At the time, royal sources said the move was made to avoid having her to make further alterations in the schedule, in case the Queen developed mobility issues. But when pictures emerged of the audience, the Queen appeared very frail, using a cane and sporting a large bruise in her right hand. And just two days later, on September the 8th, BBC One suspended regular programming as news presenters changed into black clothing to make a sombre announcement. Doctors had become concerned for the Queen's health, they said. Her death was announced a few hours later, at 6.30 that evening. She died at 3.10 that afternoon with the now King Charles and her only daughter, Princess Anne, by her bedside, as other family members were on their way. The royal commentator, Richard Fitzwilliam, said, her death was something we were trying to will ourselves into thinking it wasn't going to happen. Her legacy was truly unique. She was remarkable, the way she was to the end, a symbol of duty and unity. And former Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who'd been ousted only days previously, summed up the mood of the nation when he said, In the hearts of every one of us, there is an ache at the passing of our queen, a deep and personal sense of loss, far more intense, perhaps, than we ever expected.
0: Kanye West, also known as Ye, is the king of controversy, but 2022 took him to an all-new low. His hot-headed antics saw the music mogul not only lose large amounts of money, but also saw him barred from social media platforms and dropped by fashion brands and his creative agency. Our reporter, Willie Lowry takes us through the tumultuous journey of Kanye's year and the dangers of celebrity. In a country as big and diverse as the
3: US, where every year so much happens, it can be at times daunting trying to pick the biggest stories of the year. 2022 was no different. Mass shootings continued to tear apart the fabrics of communities across the country, from Texas to New York to Colorado. There were midterm elections that brought surprising winners and losers, and the seemingly never-ending drama encircling former President Donald Trump. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, leaving it to individual states to decide whether women should have the right to an abortion, a decision that will reverberate for years to come. But one story that continues to baffle and that has real consequences as well is the unraveling of Ye, the popular rapper formerly known as Kanye West. When when I run for president in 2024, (laughs) we're going to definitely know what y'all laughing at. Ye has a long history of troubling comments and positions. But in 2022, he took it to another level. In October, he was dropped by Adidas and a host of other major brands after he made a series of troubling comments about Jews, trumpeting old stereotypes and conspiracy theories while speaking with Fox News' host Tucker Carlson. Most of what he said was quite simply too outrageous to repeat. His bizarre behavior has once again got him suspended from Twitter, despite Elon Musk's best efforts to make the platform. A less regulated space where users have more freedom to speak their minds. I tried my best, despite that he again violated our rule against incitement to violence, Musk tweeted. Account will be suspended. Musk's tweet came after another bizarre interview Ye did with known conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Yeh even managed to make Jones, who has repeatedly called into question whether the mass shooting at Sandy Hook happened, it did, of course, seem like the rational one. He told Jones that he liked Hitler. Quote, I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis, he said. Jones was quick to say he disagreed. While one man's descent into conspiracy theories and anti-Semitism may not seem all that important, When it's someone as high-profile as Ye, it can have real consequences
0: and influence. Thanks this week to Thomas Harding, Gillian Duncan, and Willie Lowry. We were produced by Thomas Smith, Arthur Edison, and Doa Fareed. I'm Jamie Goodwin, and this was our 2022 wrap for Beyond the Headlines. For all the latest episodes, just hit subscribe in your podcasting app, and if you can leave us a review while there, it will make all the difference.